0: What's up, buds? What's up? BJ and Daryl bring
1: to you Buds Watch Wrestling. I'm BJ. And I'm Daryl, and this week we finished counting down the top 100 wrestlers. Yeah. We're... Going through numbers 50 through number 1. Right. And uh, as yeah, you uh, heard two weeks ago, we just wrapped up counting down the top 100, and right. now we're going to finish the recap. Yep. So I guess. Yeah, because when... last week we brought you. 100 half. through 51 so we, ended with, we ended with Mr. JBL where BJ and I both put Vader and I guess we'll start off with uh, number 50 was originally the Iron Sheik mm-hmm. and this is where I put Tino Santana Yeah. Uh, unfortunately for him I primarily remember him as either a tag team guy with uh, Rick Martell mm-hmm. and or as El Matador with those dope ass green and pink pants Three. I like Tino Santana He's dope me too um, I put Kane in this spot
0: so yeah he's the big red machine big, big red machine mm-hmm. um, the biggest red machine I mean still a yeah, part still. of probably the second or third best storyline WWE has ever done
1: Dude, that fucking hell um, in a cell when he rips the door off during yeah. the Undertaker Shawn Michaels match right? fuck it that has gotta be Kane by yeah. God J- uh, JBR, JBR JBR JR making the dope call yeah so that's what I got. Yeah.
0: Uh, let's see. Forty nine was mm-hmm. Stan Hansen. I got Bruno Sammartino here. Yeah. Um, I mean it's Bruno, he's fucking Bruno. Yeah. Uh he definitely deserves a spot on this list. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's one of the longest reigning champions ever and
1: yeah. Yeah, I had Paul Arndorf here at the number forty nine spot. And he was solid, he was a good worker and whatnot. He was just a little too mm-hmm. old school for me. Um Yeah. He was Mr. Wonderful though. He was, he was wonderful. wonderful. Yeah, he was wonderful. Yeah. Uh, number 48 was originally Mr. Chris Benoit. Redacted. Uh, was redacted. <laughs> um, this is where I put the big red machine cane. Mm-hmm. I thought he was just a couple spots better than BJ did. Yeah. Still, as BJ said, uh, one of the one of the longest-tenured WWE careers yeah. <clears throat> of our lifetimes. Right. Uh, he's up there with like guys like The Big Show and stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's been around since the mid-'90s or so. Because mm-hmm. before Kane, he was Isaac Yankum and uh, Fake Diesel. Right. Now he's mayor. Now he's mayor, Kane. Knox County, Mayor Tennessee. Demon Kane Jacobs, Glenn. I wish I lived there. Common Glenn. Jacob's common land
0: Um, Yeah in this spot I had Superstar Billy Graham So Oh no wrong guy Yeah Billy Graham was a Superstar Yeah he was To me he was like A mix between Hulk Hogan And um, Jesse Ventura Like He was just the same Kind of mold And the other two Did it better So Yeah uh, 47 Was Pedro Morales Mm Mm-hmm. I have <clears throat> I have Christian in this spot.
1: Mm-hmm. At last, he's
0: on his own. Yeah. Um, I'm really hoping... Like, I think it's just kind of a running joke at this point, but <laughs> uh, I'd love to see him get in the Hall of Fame one of these fucking days. I think he deserves it. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, hell of a run, tag team run. The things he did in TNA were really good because mm-hmm. this is when I was watching TNA. Right.
1: And um, Back when it was total non-stop action. Yeah, it was. Except for when it stopped.
0: Right. But it only stopped when the show was over. That's true. So
1: um This is where yeah. I had the model Rick Martell. Yeah. Um again a guy I personally remember more from a tag team standpoint, except for his gimmick as the model. Right. Most of which was just him putting over other guys. But I still remember, uh this is this is one of the matches I always mm-hmm. remember that I watched for this. Uh, Podcast specifically because this was Mm -hmm. Rick Martell versus Jake the Snake Roberts in a blindfold match. match. And it was fucking dope. Right? right? Um, Nice. Uh, After that is number 46, which is where originally Randy Orton appeared. Mm -hmm. And this is where I put the former living legend Bruno San Martino. And he's Bruno. I mean, Mm two of the greatest <coughs> WWF championship runs of all time were his. Right. Two of his two were the best ever. He's Bruno. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have Scott Hall,
0: Razor Ramon, Cheapco. Mm-hmm. Um, the I've bad guys. I've always fucking loved Scott Hall. Yeah, like, And the things I mean the whole 1-2-3 uh, kids stuff was great with all that. Um, put, you know, Sean Waltman on the map Like, his ladder match with Shawn Michaels Put ladder matches um, on the map put, Yeah, like The NWO, obviously Put heels being um, cheered on
1: the map right. Cool heels on the map
0: Like, yeah
1: He's responsible for the, so much right?
0: It's the first uh, Finishing move I ever <clears throat> performed on my children Because everyone does the razor edge. edge To their kid Like, duh <laughs> Yeah uh, on the bed razor's yeah. edge. everyone gives the razor's edge to their kids so um, yeah fucking love the guy yep um, where were we 45 it's way down here yeah this is where Kane was yeah um, so we actually both dropped Kane a little, a little but bit. Um, this is where I have McFoley. Mm-hmm. so yeah Mr. Santa Claus himself uh, New York Times bus sell- seller multiple times yeah you know, Professional man, wrestler, right? Mankind, dude, love fucking cactus Jack. Cactus fucking Jack. yeah. It's just, 1998. He got thrown off hell top mm-hmm. of hell and
1: cell mm-hmm. by uh, Undertaker. He did. That's a true story. Fucking Mick Foley. Mick. Yeah. Fucking Foley. This is where i was <coughs> superstar. Billy Graham. Yeah. PJ said it. Yeah. He might have been higher had he been. Not as old school, wrestling style, but he had a lot of charisma mm-hmm. as a character. Yeah. I liked his promo work. I liked his look, especially at that point in time. It was very unique. You didn't see a lot of guys like that. But yeah, he was like a mix between Hogan and Ventura, as BJ mm-hmm. said. Yep. Uh, number 44 is where Mick Foley originally was. BJ just talked about him. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is where I had Razor Ramon, or Scott Hall for you WCW fans out right. there. Uh, uh, I mean... Mm. there's nothing else to say about Scott Hall you said it all we said it all he's fucking awesome man. he was always one of my favorites too mm-hmm. from a little kid yeah I wasn't uh,
0: not intimidated what's the in imit imitated imitated him. imitated is the word mm-hmm. him as yeah. a kid cause yeah.
1: Tooth- and the
0: toothpick was very imitatable yeah oh
1: yeah <clears throat> like yeah. talk with it hanging out of your mouth mm-hmm. and flick it at people yeah it was mm-hmm. perfect it was fucking dope yeah. Uh, yeah, and then you had
0: I had someone forty four Paul Orndorff, mm-hmm. Mr. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, I way ahead of where I had him. Right. I'll be honest. I watched a lot of like WrestleMania one, two, three as a kid. Right. And I I loved Paul Orndorff for some reason as a as a kid. Right. And so that's kind of more why he's here. Um, <clears throat> but no, I did. And plus, like, I mean, look at WrestleMania one. That I mean. That, I get that, it again wasn't happening without I didn't Horned really get Earth. into the
1: Mania stuff until like 5 was like my first one that I watched right. a lot so yeah. by then Normdorf wasn't
0: yeah because when I started watching like their, that was the first year of Survivor Series the first year of like right. all that was all available the ones, was yeah. the first four WrestleManias and I rented one every weekend so pretty much I watched That's WrestleMania the each WrestleMania yeah and he was a big a part of those early ones right. too so yeah, yeah.
1: <laughs> 43 bitch.
0: 43 was Eddie Guerrero. Uh he went way up. So. He lied,
1: he cheated and he yeah, stealed. He yeah, he the way to our hearts. He
0: stealed. Yeah, he stealed the way to our hearts. Uh this is where I have Tito Santana. Mm-hmm. So yeah, um I really only know yeah, El Matador or whatever and Yeah. Yeah. Um I mean I enjoyed. I liked him as a kid, but right looking back that was a
1: very short Time. It was. It seems like a lot more, right. but when you look at it, it wasn't that long. <laughs> yeah, uh, 43's where I had Christian, because at last, he's on his own. Yeah, uh, One of the greatest tag teams ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my favorite singles ever. Right. His uh, work with Randy Orton in particular was a fucking amazing yeah. as a singles wrestler. They yeah. had some of my favorite matches I've ever seen were Orton-Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, the dude was in the first seven TLC matches.
0: Yeah. like It's crazy.
1: Him and Edge were in the first seven TLC matches. Mm-hmm. At least one of them. I don't remember right. if they were both in both. I had that for trivia one week and forgot it. Um, And then at 42, speaking mm-hmm. of, you think you know him, uh-huh. Edge, mm-hmm. the rated R superstar. And uh, this is where I had... Jerry the King Lawler uh, He was the king of Memphis, Tennessee mm-hmm. uh, Fucking legendary commentator That's probably what he'll he'll go down as most mm-hmm. being known for But he was also a huge wrestler in his territory in his day Still is And uh, he's still a huge wrestler He still wrestles mm-hmm. in the 70s I mean, dude's fucking amazing Right um, the Andy Kaufman shit is some of the biggest work stuff ever in the history mm-hmm. of wrestling. It's some yeah, of the most fun storyline stuff ever. Yeah. Um, amazing artist, mm-hmm. puppies, puppies. Yes, uh, that's Jerry the King. Yeah, yeah. Um, I got Randy
0: Orton here, and yeah, like Randy Orton's—he's one. Of, he's the second best wrestler from the. Two thousand four to
1: Ruth of the to, r- yeah, ruthless, ruthless Aggression, aggression through P G eras. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> like he's him and John Cena he's number two carried that company for right. years. Edge's three mass. and
1: Takers four. Right.
0: Yeah. Like Randy and Cena were raw, Taker and Edge were Smackdown. And they had, carried those. Uh, for had so Guerrero many and years.
1: Benoit lived longer, they probably would have been up there as well. Yeah. And sure. Triple H too. You can't rule out Triple H. That's he was true. probably a solid number five. Yeah. I mean like top two on each show at least. Yeah, that's we what I was team. thinking too, right? But yeah,
0: Randy Orton, I mean and still to this day, like I enjoy his shit. Um he's yeah. a smooth fucking wrestler. Smooth
1: operator. Uh,
0: I mean he's he's a smooth been viral operator. with the uh, RKOs out of nowhere. They yeah. Those were excellent mm-hmm. when those happened. Yeah. Like the shark one, I think, was one of my favorites. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> yeah. Fucking shark. Um. All right. And forty one. This is where we had Scott Hall. Yeah. Or where they had Scott Hall.
1: They did. We didn't. No. Neither um, do. we. Already talked about it. Right.
0: I have the rock. I have Rick Martel Yeah. He was the model. Mm-hmm. Um. I did love this gimmick as a kid. Like, especially the big fucking perfume. That was that the was best part favorite. of it. Yeah. That was the big
1: yeah. perfume sprayer, like Peppy Le Pew or mm-hmm. some shit would have. Right. It's so good. Yeah. Um, but yeah. This is where I had uh, Mick Mick Foley Santa Claus himself, mm-hmm. fucking do love mankind. The only man to enter the same Royal Rumble three times under three gimmicks. Yeah, uh, yeah, so far, so far, mm-hmm. um, to this day, and a fucking legend. I'm waiting for Foley's got it. Yeah, he's only got two characters right now. He's got to get a third persona still. Maybe he, Sister Abigail.
0: Yeah, there we go. He can dress up and drag. And, That'd be dope. Yeah, that's um, what it is. He enters three times, but it's two different Royal Rumbles. Oh yeah. He enters as the Fiend, and then and Bray Wyatt, and then he enters as Sister Princess Abigail. That'd yeah. be cool. That would be cool. I mean, he devolves kind of devolves devolves the whole time because like yeah, it goes from the the Fiend gets eliminated, then he comes back as Bray Wyatt because
1: right or the other way. other way around. I he think goes, he's Bray Wyatt as first, Bray he gets Wyatt. eliminated, comes back in as the yeah. Fiend.
0: Um, still,
1: number forty yeah. was originally Tito Santana, mm-hmm. and we've already talked about him. And this is where we both defaulted. Yeah, fabulous Moolah May right. Young. Because it was whatever. as far
0: back as we could put them. Yeah, because we couldn't find a match. Right, like, pretty all. much. We didn't even and, watch it. But we knew or it, or it was going to be. Yeah. So
1: women's wrestling only really came into its own within the last decade, right. and in WWE within the last seven years or yeah. so. There's little Fifteen years yeah, prior, maybe there's little stuff a here and there.
0: I mean, there's Gilkin like the Wendy Rickie, Richter Wright, stuff and there's Medusa. Yeah. And some of those like mid two thousands, there was, you know, Beth Phoenix was putting on decent matches, Mickey James was putting on dec- It's true. Know, Trish Stradish and Lita. Um, yeah. There's,
1: there's been a handful yeah. of women over but now there's divisions of yeah, women, which exactly. is fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. But they had role models to look up to to get more of them into. We've had more male role models looked up to in wrestling since like the fucking 1920s. Right. Um. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's it for 40. There's Uh, nothing else to say. No. Women's wrestling rules.
0: Yeah. Woo! Uh, 39, it was Chris Jericho. He he moved. Moving, moving, moving. He moved pretty damn far. Yeah, he does. Um, This is where I have Mr. 619 himself, Rey Mysterio. Boudica, Boudica. Um, Yeah, I mean, I love Mm Rey. He's, Excellent
1: Everybody loves but, Ray Mysterio You know
0: um, And he's proven that he can still go Like he's the US champion As of this moment uh, That we're recording this Yes May not be After or later But still By the time you're um, listening And I mean and it's the top championship On Raw right now Because yes. the champion doesn't exist So Who's the I mean, champion exist. Brock
1: Oh yeah that yeah. guy I always forget about him Yeah So um, Yeah this is where I put Mr. Bob Backlund. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Love Bob Backlund. Well, I mean, okay, he was so he was one of the big WWF champions back in the day. Mm-hmm. Um, became champion again in the nineties. Yeah. Lost to Diesel and what might still be one of the fastest, chance, shortest championship matches of all time. Mm-hmm. I think the. <clears throat> Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan is the only shorter one, I think. Mm-hmm. Which was Because that was like eight seconds. That was Orton, four. right? Yeah, because no. Triple H. Seamus. <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Mm-hmm. The League of Nations. <clears throat> that was that whole horse shit. Yeah, because yeah. he
0: kissed AJ, turned around, took the boot.
1: One, two, three. But Bob Backlund's crazy and was dope. Yeah. And a legend. And that's all I got to say mm-hmm. about that. Number 38 was originally Mr. Bob Backlund. Mm-hmm. We just talked about him. Mm-hmm. This is where I put Randy Orton on my list. Yes. Uh, I'm a big Orton fan. He's fucking phenomenal. He's still smooth as silk these days. I was going to say shit, but it's not very smooth sometimes. It's usually gritty. And, uh, it's like gritty, gritty crust. Sometimes it tastes like <laughs> chicken. <laughs> it's super fun. That's disgusting. Uh, right. Sometimes it's nutty, too. But yeah. yeah. And that's where I had Mr. Orton. He's fucking awesome and was I just like watched we said the earlier.
0: South Park Christmas special. The first one. <laughs> Mr. Mr. Hankey, Hankey, the Christmas yeah, Pooh. He loves night. me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um Where we at? Oh, I got Jerry Lawler, the King. The, woo! Yeah, love like, Tennessee. Still one of my favorite things. I'll watch anything that comes out about Lawler and Kaufman. Yeah, like, still do. I fucking love that. Me like, too. It
1: was good times.
0: Documentaries, good times. the good thing time. we saw at Starcast, mm-hmm. like that's—I mean—that's what started to even have the wrestling become mainstream. Yeah, Man on the Moon and the one, um, yeah, that the documentary that yeah. uh, Netflix did. Yeah,
1: that was good too about how Jim
0: Carrey like got became into that character. role, right? Yeah, and I still can't tell you what was real and what was like. It's all. And I, with Andy Kaufman... Honestly, Andy Kaufman kind of deserves to be like 100 on this list just
1: because... He's Andy Kaufman. He's Andy Kaufman. I agree. And like... He's number 40. Then it's all men, and then it's just a men's list. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We're 37? 37! 30. That's you. That's not me. Is it I'm, me? Yeah, I mean... Eden. Oh, Eden's. this is
0: where Rick Martell was.
1: Yes. I put Barry
0: Windham. Yeah. Yeah. Um... Yeah, I didn't know much about Barry Window. I mean, I wasn't a big WCW, yeah, he was a WCW early, guy. early WCW guy. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah. Yeah. Whatever.
1: This is where I had Boudica Boudica 619, mm-hmm. Ray Mysterio Jr. Um, for me, my fond memories of Ray are his early WCW days. Yeah. Him losing his mask and uh, wrestling Jericho and mm-hmm. Juventud Guerrera and La Parca and... All those different guys over in the WCW yeah. Cruiserweight division back in the day. Right. I was always a big fan of his back then. Me too. I never understood him taking his mask off and that horse shit, and I still don't get it, but Bischoff doesn't like me. Ma- I mean, I guess I kind of do, because he is a handsome motherfucker without his mask. I think or at least weird. he was back then. Yeah, I think he's weird. But the mask is such yeah. a fucking sales gimmick. Right? That's the thing. Like, What a marketing tool. Yeah. Fuck. So easy to sell a
0: mask. And Vince product. did. Fucking, they're cheap to make. Throw 15 bucks on that thing. You mm-hmm. sell
1: thousands of them. He like, probably does, too. Oh, for sure. I bet he makes a fortune off merchandise. Fuck yeah. Well, not a fortune, but a good good chunk of money. Mm-hmm. Uh, number 36 was Ravishing Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of the original members of Degeneration generation mm-hmm. X. And this is where I put Larry Zabisco. Yeah, we both did. Yeah. yeah. Um, I knew him more as an announcer than a wrestler. Yeah. I really caught towards the end of his career with WCW mm-hmm. and caught some of that stuff. But I knew him as an announcer, which I always <coughs> thought he did a good job. Yeah, I
0: did too. I um, thought
1: him, Tanae, and Mike, or him, Tanay and Tony Schiavone made a great team. Mm-hmm. A good three-man team.
0: Yeah. But I do remember, like, when we watched his match, that... Like, yeah it was better than I expected at yeah. least mm-hmm. just only knowing him as an announcer so. yeah
1: yep I mean there was a reason they called him the living legend Mm-hmm. Um, 35
0: 35 was Paul Orndorff Mr. Wonderful and this is where I had Bob Backlund, mm-hmm. yeah. And I mean, obviously, like my fondest memories of Bob Backlund was those '90s runs and the yeah. fucking the presidential thing. Yeah, I loved as a kid. Yeah, I don't know. It's like '94, '92, '92. Yeah, it had would be the '92 election. Yeah, '92 because it was an election. Year. Right. <coughs> um, That's why I st- was wrong with '94. Yeah. Um, which I learned something about leap year t- today. Okay. Did you know leap year doesn't happen every hundred years? unless it's every 400 years yes i didn't know that Mm -hmm. until today yeah i just thought it was every four years that's neat
1: yeah anyway
0: actually that is pretty cool right Mm -hmm. that's Um, how the math works out though i know i just never thought about it more than that i did i just like assumed because it's never happened in our lifetimes right because even though we had the year 2000 it was that was every 400 years so So, we still still had life here so we've never
1: not had it, right? Even when, yeah, correct. Anyway, um. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, uh, we're at number thirty-four. Oh, no, okay. I had no. Go. I was talking about you Bob were talking Backlund. about Bob
0: Backlund. Yeah, sorry, but yeah, no, I
1: love Bob
0: ba- Bob Backlund. Bob Barker's dope too, uh, but yeah, I do love Bob Barker too.
1: This is where I had the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase. Yeah. Um, I watched a match of his from the AWA. Uh, I watched him wrestle somebody else later on down the list. I don't remember mm-hmm. who off the top of my head. Uh, he was way better in ring than I ever remembered him being. He was one of my favorite tag teams with IRS at Money, Inc. They were great mm-hmm. heels. Um, I always loved me a good heel. Right. Um, plus, that fucking laugh is still, like... To this call. day, is just fucking great. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so money, money, mm-hmm. money, money, money.
0: Yeah.
1: Number 34 was originally Superstar Billy Graham. And this is where I had Barry Windham. Right. Um, I mean, he was one of the four horsemen. Yeah. He's fucking Barry Windham. Right. And he's got ham in his name. What's mm-hmm. not to like about that? Turkey. Turkey ham. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, this is where I had Ted DiBiase. And yeah, you hit it. Like to me, I loved WrestleMania four, mm-hmm. and he, like fuck yeah. that was one of my. I mean, that was my favorite as a kid. I could watch that tournament every weekend. Like so good, and DiBiase made it. Yeah, like, oh fuck yeah! You know, um, he was the star of just, the show. Yeah, without well, an out, yeah. without questions. Yeah, it was just so so well done. Fuck yeah. Um, and it's still the best tournament in WWE history, don't ever, you.
1: ever. Yeah,
0: don't at me or um, you. Yeah. Uh, Thirty-three. This is where they had uh, Jerry the King Lawler, mm-hmm. and we both had Edge.
1: I thought I knew him. Yeah, data was wrong. On the stage, I see clearly. Yeah. No, I liked Edge. I um, yeah. I missed his run. Basically, I caught his mm-hmm. tag team stuff in the first couple of TLCs, but missed most of his career, his singles career. Fucking intercontinental champion, world heavyweight champion. Yeah. Got the fucking spinner from Cena. He was the he Rated R superstar. Yeah. He got the fuck Lita and Vicky Guerrero. Right, lucky bastard. One of them on TV. Yeah.
0: I mean, more importantly, he got Eddie Guerrero's sloppy seconds. So that's that's a that's a rub. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yeah, no. I Edge. I mean, there was a good period of four or five years where Edge was my favorite, like current wrestler. He was, um, yeah, that two two thousand six two thousand till he retired in what two thousand eleven twelve. He
1: had. He's one of those guys that had everything. He Mm -hmm. had a comedy side that he did very well. He had a serious Edge or Edge, a serious heel side to him. (laughs) He was a good baby face. He was fan friendly. Mm -hmm. He was. Just yeah. everything. He's he funny, was, he's right. witty, he's An quick. He's fantastic in the ring. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, I loved I mean, there like cuz there was some he came shitty pay- Yeah, there were yeah. There were some shitty pay-per-views that had good matches. Yeah, but you always knew you could count on Edge to at least have a decent match. Yep.
1: Um and he was rated right R, which is yeah. the best.
0: Right? And his run with fucking Randy Orton, too. Rated RKO was fucking good. Yeah, that was cool. And his
1: matches with Randy Orton. Mm -hmm. And, yeah. All right. Yep. He was tag team champions with Hulk Hogan, too. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Number 32 was originally Bruno Sammartino. And this is where both of us put Triple H. Yep. Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Yeah. I mean, he's... The game, he's the king
0: of kings, he's been championed
1: numerous times. He's fucking the boss's daughter, he's running the NXT. Yeah,
0: that's I'm more grateful. For his NXT than anything in his career,
1: yeah, he wants that's a lot. He, well, Triple I H imagine. wants from wrestling what I want from wrestling, yeah. and it makes me happy that Triple H is in charge of a wrestling show, so I mm-hmm. get what I want because exactly. NXT's still my favorite. Mm-hmm. And maybe I mean once NWA grows a bit more, it could be there. Right. NWA's got the potential to be my favorite, but mm-hmm. I mean it's got a diff- it's a whole different thing yeah, altogether though with the studio different. show, right? Yeah, um, yeah.
0: Thirty-one was Larry Mm Zabisco and this is where we both had Redacted or Chris Benoit yeah Um, yeah this is obviously putting aside every horrible thing that he did because he did the most horrible of things Um, but as a wrestler
1: he was he was great he's another one of those guys that my memories of are from the 90s WCW Mm -hmm. Cruiserweight stuff with fucking Dean Malenko and Chris Jericho and Laparca, right? Moving to Guerrero, but I
0: mean his run and like him and Eddie winning the championships, mania like mm-hmm. was one of the best mania moments ever. Fuck yeah! Like it just yeah yeah. I mean it's sad, and I mean I it's it's the mixture between fucking CT and right. steroids and bad shit, bad shit, bad shit, and, buds, bad shit, buds. And like I remember BSB. I mean when it happened, he was supposed to win the fucking ECW championship yeah. that
1: night. Yep. He no-showed. No-showed. Bad yeah. shit. Um, anyway. Next up was number 30. Mm-hmm. 30-0. Where originally was the Million Dollar Man Ted DiBiase. And this mm-hmm. is where BJ and I both put Nick Bockwinkel. Yeah. Basically just a little too old school for me. Yeah. Uh, me a little too slow for my style. Even though we'll get some exceptions to that rule a little later on. Right. Down the list. But yeah, not at this point yet. Right. He goes to the bottom at that time. I agree. Actually, the same can be said about the next guy. Too, yep, twenty
0: nine was Triple H. Mm-hmm. This is where uh, we both put Vern Gagne. Um, same thing. Same thing. Yeah, just too too old school. I know. I don't know. most I know of Vern Gagne is really as a promoter, not wrestling. a wrestler. I don't
1: know why. I don't remember why I <laughs> put Gagne ahead of Bach Winkle at the time, right. but I'm already thinking maybe it should have been the other way around just because Bach Winkle had a better look than Gagne, too. Yeah. Gagne just looked like an Gandhi. old TV salesman or something. He used car mm-hmm. dealer
0: or some shit. He was like a mix between. He was honestly a mix between that and um, George the Animal Steel. Yeah. it's like a myth because he kind of like. He had a hunch.
1: He kind of reminds me of. Um, uh Guy's dad from that thing you do. Okay. Runs the appliance oh, shop. Yeah. Uh number 28, twenty-eight was originally Barry Turkeyham, Wyndham. Mm-hmm. And actually both of us put AJ Styles. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest, when we first crossed AJ Styles back up in the seventies or mm-hmm. wherever the fuck he was, I thought he was gonna go a lot farther than twenty-eight. But I was wrong because, Mm -hmm. man, there's a lot of good wrestlers on this list. There are. But AJ Styles is one of the best guys alive right now. Or wrestling right now. Not alive. Wrestling right now. Right. Uh, Actively, he's one of the best in-ring guys. He's been part of some of the biggest factions and Mm -hmm. shit. He was in TNA when it was hot. He's in the Bullet Club Mm -hmm. before it became the hottest faction in the world. Right. Now he's been a big part of w w e since he surprised us at that Royal rumble a handful of years ago or so yeah, yeah
0: he's w w e champion i mean yeah, i mean he's yeah, i've watched since his x division matches in t n a all the way through, right, i didn't, um, but still um yeah he was he was a lot of the reason i watched t n a like him samoa Joe Kurt yeah. Angle like they're the reasons I watch and Sting and all the beginning guys, Christopher Daniels. Um, right. But AJ was always at the top of that list, so. Yep. Yep. Okay. Uh, is this me? Yeah. 27, this is where they had Fabulous Moodlea. May Young, whatever we were planning on, yeah. and then uh, this is where we both have Terry Funk. Mm-hmm. So he was funky, yeah. Um, Terry Funk again, all I know knew of him was really his WWE stuff, yeah, his chainsaw um, Charlie work, right? Which I still love.
1: He got pushed like, off a fucking stage in a man. dumpster, man. That was so good, yeah. That I was love dope that by the New Age Outlaws, yeah. They and, made the New Age Outlaws, mm-hmm. like they made. They turned the New Age Outlaws into a mid-card tag team, into the right. best tag team of that era, probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Unless you count those like small returns from The Legion or Doom. Right. Because they're the greatest tag team ever, in my okay. opinion. But, I mean, and then with Terry Funk going back, like... To the wrestling shit. To he was old him. school, but he brought mm-hmm. a different, realistic flair to it. Uh man. I watched him and Jerry Lawler in an empty arena, and it was fucking mm-hmm. dope. It was fantastic. I really yeah. enjoyed their stuff. And I know I don't remember what if I
0: watched it for this or not, but like just going back and watching some of his old Mick Foley stuff mm-hmm. and things like that. Is yeah, they were fucking really dope. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, number twenty six was Jake the Snake Roberts, mm-hmm. and this is where I put the ravishing one, Rick Rude. Mm-hmm. Um, always fantastic. Great on the mic. Good look. He always had the different tights air, air painted for, or airbrushed yeah. for each match special, really which was the best. Mm-hmm. Like, it's made him stick out. Then later on, as a member of D Generation X and NWO, in, in the same fucking night, buds. Right. In the same fucking night. Yeah. It was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. It was the shit. That's right. fucking awesome.
0: Yeah. Um, I had Rick Root, or no, I, I had, had Andre Rick. the Giant in the spot. <laughs> I even was rooting anyway, I had Andre the Giant in the spot. Um, I have Rick Root next, but the re- yeah, I put Andre just a little behind because I did. Rick's got the better wrestling, but Andre. I mean, Andre's Andre. Right. I mean, uh, he was one of the first big attractions mm-hmm. in wrestling ever. Yeah. And
1: for sure. Um. Yeah. It's one of the best best worldwide attractions ever period mm-hmm. just fuck right yeah uh and then yeah 25 was
0: john cena and that's mm-hmm. where i have rick rude like yeah I said i i mean yeah i love rick rude me too he was fucking awesome um i this is another one i imitated i always did like the butt
1: shape. the what yeah yeah the hip the wiggle waggle yeah wiggle waggle um wiggle waggle wiggle
0: waggle, waggle. yeah no, i love in yeah the tights the just the whole yeah
1: and in, in in common fashion, just flip. This is yeah. where I had Andre the Giant. Right. Uh, I thought he just went ahead of Rude because of his legacy. Right. Because he's Andre. The, he was you know considered a wonder of the world while yeah. he was alive. Yeah. So that's it's why true. I thought he went ahead of Rick Rude in this one. Yeah, people went from miles around to see him. Oh, so. fuck yeah. I would have. Yeah. I mean, shit. We I went, went farther to see less.
0: Um, yeah, that's
1: true. Yeah, we have. Um... Ricky Steamboat came in at number 24 originally, and we actually both placed Eddie Guerrero here. Um, one of those guys, I honestly think, would have been in the top 10 to 15 easily mm-hmm. had he lived longer and not passed so young. Right. Uh, he'd been a WWE champion. He'd been you know, one of the best guys this WCW, Cruiserweight uh, ranks. Yeah. Uh, if he would have stuck there, he probably would have been a champion there too. Although it was so shitty by then, I don't blame him for leaving. But yeah, um, yeah fucking yeah. Eddie Guerrero. I agree. I agree. He
0: has he lied, um, he cheated, he stealed. Yeah, he's probably one of the most charismatic wrestlers ever. ever. Yeah, ever. Yeah, like his. I mean.
1: His swagger just, and his cockiness, yeah, just, just he, like he legitimately brought mm-hmm. the Latino heat every yeah. time he came into the like, ring. Yeah, I mean his work with fucking say, China and his work with Vicky and right. his work with fucking uh, Batista right. and with fucking Ray and Jericho and Malenko mm-hmm. and just fucking amazing, just psychosis.
0: Yeah, they always say it's like the the. I think some of the best heels are. The ones that the women want them and the men want to be them. And he was one of those he guys, was, yep, absolutely. Definitely was. Yep. So twenty uh, twenty three was Bret Hart. This is where I have Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, yeah, I just I love Jake. Like he's he wrestled how he talked, mm-hmm. which was the best. Yeah, you know, just that meticulous, slow. You know. Um, his feud with Macho Man was also one of my favorites ever, where he lets the snake go and bites Macho Man and all that. Like, I love that, and I love the story that he tells about it too. Yeah, about how much Macho Man was terrified of it. And
1: I like the. Um, it was great. I like his feud with the Undertaker and yeah. getting his hand locked in yeah. the casket and shit. I like yeah. that. that. That was, that was always good, good too. Yeah. So. Yeah, um, and this is where I had Arn Anderson a mm-hmm. uh, fucking legend, one of the four horsemen, yep. one of the Andersons, one of the brainbusters. busters. Um, mm-hmm. He was always like, he was uh, to Ric Flair as Sam Weisgamgy was to Frodo. He yeah. was like his right-hand man. He was always there you know, to make sure mm-hmm. that the will of the horseman was done. He was the enforcer, and they called him that for a reason.
0: Yeah, because he was um, horsemen.
1: You know, and then continuing on as a producer or agent or whatever the fuck you want to call it in the WWE, working mm-hmm. backstage, helping guys try to get over in the ring for, what, a decade or so, and uh, now to a, a very successful podcast, and yeah. one I listen to weekly, personally. Very fantastic, entertaining hey, David,
0: guy. I haven't listened to podcasts in, like, six weeks.
1: I have. It's been a couple hours. Yeah. Uh, number 22 was originally Stone Cold Stunning, Steve Austin, the ringmaster. Yep. And flip flopped again. This is where I had Jake the Snake Roberts. Um, fucking what BJ said and what I said earlier about mm-hmm. him. There he is. Yep. And this is where I had Arn Anderson. Flip so what? just yeah, flipped it,
0: which was actually people. kind of surprising to me.
1: Um, that I put so Arn Anderson yeah. behind. Right. Yeah. I, I've always mean, been a big advocate for Arn Anderson. And the buds do too if they've listened to anything in the bud guys I'm right. always talk, he's up there with like fucking wild boar Mike Hitchman and yeah. Saxon Huxley yeah. fuck yeah 2021
0: was uh, Terry Fun yeah and this is where we both put Ricky Steamboat Hmm. Um, yeah Steamboat's one of the best pure baby faces like ever ever yeah
1: him Ricky Morton those are probably the top two yeah like those I would put them one and two. Yeah. Um
0: just yeah. And I mean obviously his match with Macho Man. One was, of the greatest matches of, the greatest, of all time. His
1: trilogy people. with Ric Flair, some mm-hmm. of the greatest matches of all times. Right.
0: Like, yeah, he was just he was the best in my opinion, he was the best pure wrestler of the eighties. Like, I
1: think uh I think he's the first guy that you can like where you can start using the term work rate. Yeah. Good work rate would mm-hmm. be that would be a good way to put it for Ricky yeah. Steamboat to put it in more modern terms. He'd right. so be the first guy to meet that criteria. And yeah. then I think after that you'd start getting into like your Bret Hart's mm-hmm. and guys of that nature. Right. Um Number twenty was originally mm-hmm. Nick Bachwinkle. We've already talked about him. This is where uh I put Kurt Henning. Mm-hmm. Um and it this actually is a spot that's kinda weird in a way because of where yeah. these guys got locked in for each of us the the flop of ours for the spot, or right. spots ahead of this, because these guys right. deserve to be ahead, but because mm-hmm. of the nature of how we locked them in, they, somebody had to get locked in. Right. I chose Kurt Henning, uh, Mr. Right. Perfect, How he's had the best vignettes. Uh, He was great in everything he did. He was great in WWE. Originally, Mm -hmm. as perfect with his shit with Flair and Heenan and all that stuff. He was great in the fucking NWO. Mm -hmm. He was fucking great in the AWA. He was great back in WWE. I didn't watch it, but I heard he had a good run in TNA and helped a lot of guys there get over back in the day, too. Um, Just fucking Kurt any, man. Mr. Perfect. He could do it all. One of the greatest Intercontinental Champions Mm -hmm. of all time to only ever hold it like once and have a short run with That's it at so that good. but Mr. Perfect was the he shit he looks so good with that fuck yeah
0: too. fuck yeah um yeah and this is where I put Bret Hart and again yeah Bret Hart would have jumped probably about four or five spots if he wouldn't have been locked in um, yeah he's the best there is the best there was the best there ever will be um And unfortunately, like my thought with Bret Hart, at least his career, you know, he was great up until he jumped to WCW, and then he was just never the same again. Well, it's because Goldberg fucking kicked his
1: head off his shoulders almost literally.
0: Yeah, and it kind of fucked the rest of his career. If he would have stayed healthy and had that extra five, six years and pulled off a WCW run like he was doing in WWF before he left... Um, I mean, we would be talking in top five here, but yeah, that's the unfortunate part. Of yeah, it, if he would have
1: stayed with WWE, he would have been he would have easily been up there with yeah. fucking Steve Austin and Shawn Michaels and John Cena mm-hmm. and, and Harley Race and Randy Savage and all those different For kinds sure. of guyses. Yeah, um, but yeah, yeah, it happens. Nineteen, BJ. Nineteen. We're almost there. We're in was... the home stretch, buds. The Rowdy one,
0: Roddy Roddy Piper, Rowdy Roddy Piper, mm-hmm. and but I we both
1: have Buddy Rogers here, so just too old school for me, mm-hmm. yeah. That's all this was, yeah,
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, it was decent matches, but yeah, it just,
1: I get why people would rank him as high as he is, mm-hmm. but just not my cup of tea, so he dropped back on my Same. list, yeah. Uh, Number 18, this is where Andre the Giant originally was, Mm -hmm. and this is where I put Dory Funk Jr., uh, just another flip-flop again here. But yeah, um, basically, I'll just sum up him and the next one, Jack Briscoe, at the same time for me. Mm -hmm. Um, Too old school, just Jack Briscoe was just a little bit more. He never stopped moving, and it was Mm -hmm. really crisp. It was one of those where my match was better than yours, and that's why I think I put Briscoe ahead. But at the end of the day, it's both just the same with Buddy Rogers. A little too old school for me.
0: Yeah. And Seventeen was Sting. We'll just do that now. Yeah, and there then, you go. Yeah, I had Briscoe and Dory Funk. And he, um, yeah, just flip-flopped. Flip-flopped, yeah. Uh, so, but yeah, same thing. They're just a
1: little too old school. Um, yeah. yeah. Uh Number 16 is where originally Arn Anderson was, who we've already mm-hmm. talked about. This is where I put Sting. The Stinger. Um... Top guy through all the nineties WCW, mm-hmm. top guy in T N A through the two thousands. He got to make a run with the WWE to get in the Hall of Fame. Yep. So that was nice to see. Um I will be honest, if it wouldn't have been for the way they got locked in, this is where Kurt Henning would have been. Right. Is this number sixteen spot right here, I do believe. But mm-hmm. yeah, um, you know, the only thing that I think kinda hurt Sting was his lack of a tan. Or, yep. I guess, more realistically, the way they botched the end of that storyline with Hogan, because right. Hogan must pose, so...
0: Yeah. There you go. Um, yeah, and this is where I put Kurt Hennig. Yeah, and again, my Bret Hart would have been up here. Right. Uh, but, yeah, Kurt Hennig... Um, again, Mr. Perfect, like, I can't tell you how many times I tried to swap my gum as a kid right
1: like <laughs> I used to try to do the towel catch throw it behind my back and catch it yeah, without I, looking yep,
0: yep did that too um it's dope but yeah no I love, love Mr. Perfect like, yeah I mean and the fact that he all those vignettes he did all that shit himself mm-hmm. like usually the first time every time like <laughs> dope. yeah um yeah number 15 this is where Kurt Henning was mm-hmm. um and this is where I put Sting Sting so, yeah um so, yeah I loved Sting as a kid I mean or you know NWCO Wolfpack I mean, Sting was my favorite um, mine too Ketchup I did Sting love, yeah I did love Wolfpack Sting Ketchup Sting I actually I bought an NWO shirt just or
1: Wolfpack shirt just cause it had nice. Wolfpack Sting on it it was great yeah and uh, number 15 is where I had Brett the Hitman Hart mm-hmm. he was the Excellence of Execution He's the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be, except for on this list where I placed him number 15. But yeah, he was a staple of my childhood. He was the man. Mm -hmm. He was, you know, he was the man in WWE, and you had to beat him if you wanted to be the man, and Shawn Michaels did that at WrestleMania 12, and it was fucking amazing. Um... Plus, he was a great heel with the whole Canadian shit in the late 90s yeah. in WWE, mm-hmm. where he was a face there and a heel in America, which I fucking loved. I did, too. It was fantastic. Yeah. Uh, number 14 was originally Undertaker, but, I mean, we all know he's better than number 14. Right. This is where I put the hot rod Roddy Piper, another mm-hmm. flip-flop for us. Yep. Um, I loved Piper as a, as a kid, mm-hmm. and Piper, to me... Uh, and just because Andre was before my time, honestly. Right. I know you've got him as the replay stuff, but my manias were after him right. that I got really got into. Mm-hmm. So he, to me, was the first special attraction. Mm-hmm. He was never a all-the-time guy. He wasn't there week in, week out, like your Bret right. Hart's and your Razor Ramones and your Diesel's and your guys mm-hmm. like that. But every time that fucking drumline starts up right. before the bagpipes hit. You fucking knew and you pop mm-hmm. the second the bagpipes hit because it is the fucking hot rod. Right. And you knew when he showed up shit was going to go down because it was about to get fucking real. Right. Because he came here to chew bubble yeah. gum and kick ass and he's all out of bubble gum. Right. Yeah.
0: Um. Well, I had Dusty Rhodes here. Um. So yeah, we flip flop. But- mm-hmm. Uh, with the next one. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, and the re- my kind of reasoning is I, th- I feel like Dusty and Roddy both played kind of the same yet opposite parts for different companies, if that makes sense. Roddy was the best talker in WWE as a heel. Uh, Dusty was the best talker in NWA as a babyface. Mm-hmm. Like, um, but, as a, I grew up on WWF, Roddy gets the nod. Um, but no, yeah, Dusty, yeah, Dusty's still Dusty though. And the things that he did before he left, um, left us was at like at the performance center and helping those kids too, which is just amazing. Yeah. Um, but and 13 was Dusty Rhodes. This is where I have Piper. And again, yeah, for me, I, Piper was my favorite when I was like one of my favorites when I was really little. I was always rooting for him. Um, you know, the WrestleMania 1 stuff, obviously, and then the Snooka stuff, seeing that uh, yeah, play out. that's true. In, I didn't think about that. And the idea. fucking uh, Coconut, <laughs> thing, like, which just, to this day, just, ugh. um, And yeah, I'll still, he's one of the top, I mean, he's probably, him and Macho Man are like the... I'll go back and watch hours upon hours upon hours of their promos. Yeah, just yeah. over mm-hmm. and over and over because they're some of the best. Yeah, absolutely. Um,
1: yeah. Number 13 is where I had Dusty. As BJ said, yeah. it was a flip-flop of each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, I gave Dusty the nod because he did it all. He, got it. he was a booker. He was a promo yeah. guy. He was an in-ring worker even though he didn't have the body shape for it. He got fucking polka dots, yellow polka dots over in WWE, uh, which was a rib on him. Like He just got fucking everything over. Mm -hmm. Um, If you think about it, Dusty Rhodes as a booker, as a talent guy, as everything he did with TNA, WWE, WWF, WCW, NWA, all of Jim Crockett promotions. Dusty Rhodes is probably responsible for getting more wrestlers over than anybody ever in the history of wrestling. And for that reason alone, that's why I gave him the nod to Roddy Piper. Uh, Number 12 was originally Vern Gagne. And this is where I put Kurt Angle. uh, Another flip-flop coming up here. Uh, Kurt Angle just fucking... He showed up and he just got it immediately. And Mm -hmm. became one of my favorite guys ever. Uh, His Hall of Fame induction was amazing. We were there live for that. Mm -hmm. And that was fantastic. Um, He was just fucking... One of my favorite heels, the whole "you suck" chant thing. Right. Uh, when he sh- got his head shaved and wore the wig for a while, his comedy when Steve Austin was hurt and they were singing songs backstage with goofy cowboy hats with right. Vince McMahon. just fucking everything mm-hmm. Kurt Angle did was amazing. Yeah, um, and he won a gold medal with a freaking broken neck. Oh, it's true. It's damn true. It is. Uh, I had the rock here. Um, I so smelled is what he was what our
0: cooking. Uh, so we'll just do. He was yeah. Um, Bo-ding. No, the rock's the rocks He's Bo-ding-pai. the most most electrifying man in all of entertainment, all of sports entertainment. Um, but that's why I give Kurt Angle the nod. um Rock was at eleven. Yeah. Angle, but I give Angle the nod because I also I watched TNA when Angle was there, so it's more of the length, the longevity, the run. Um, of course, the rock, I mean the rock was the rock and but his if you look at it, his run wasn't that long. <laughs> yeah, you know what I mean. And um, but he did do a lot for the business while he was there. Uh, but he also hurt the business quite a bit when he left because he tried to distance himself mm. so much when he left that it did hurt the business and um, which is kind of shitty.
1: Yeah, yeah. I did put The Rock ahead. Uh, He is the most electrifying man in sports entertainment. Mm -hmm. Uh, He got over the fucking people's elbow, which is the stupidest fucking move ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, other than maybe the five-knuckle shuffle. Those are the two worst moves ever in wrestling, in my opinion. That's fucking atomic, man. That fucking ended Andre the Giant. Like Nobody gets up from the leg drop. Um, Mm -hmm. I gave it to Rock, though, because even though he did hurt it, he still... Outside of and, and probably even including Hulk Hogan is probably responsible for more people looking at professional wrestling yeah. than anybody else in the history of professional wrestling. Right. So yeah, number ten. Here we are, buds. Top 10. was originally Kurt Angle, and both BJ and I. And you're gonna see, there's only two flip. There's one flip flop on this whole top ten, and yeah. everybody else is the same. This is where we put the fucking Undertaker. Mm-hmm. I mean, just the WrestleMania streak, the mm-hmm. longevity of his career, going back from fucking appearing at Summer Survivor Series 1992, 1990. or 19, 1990, 1990, being the champion by 92, right. uh, just fucking, he's done everything. He's yeah. won Royal Rumbles. He's done everything minus like winning the King of a Ring. He's been champion. He's right. uh, been the guy. He reinvented himself as a biker. his was mm-hmm. brother of Destructions and did the tag team thing. Uh, mm-hmm. he's the fucking Undertaker. Yeah. Um, yeah, one I, of like, the most storied careers ever.
0: ever. I mean, on a personal level, like he was the reason I wanted tickets to go to my first ever show that I ever went to. Fuck yeah! Like I got to see him versus Yokozuna in a casket match, right? Like live. Fuck yeah! That's just insane, old. man. Um, like, but, and then but, 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 still pissed that he didn't retire. Yeah To Roman He because, should've That should've been it Cause that would've been Like storybook for me Yeah Obviously Because like we were there live Right, right exactly Yeah But uh, So 90, n- 99 Nope Just number nine. Number. number 9 Mamba. Uh, this is where Macho Man Randy Savage was yes. And we both have Luthes.
1: Yes Um, um God damn! For a guy that was so old school, he was amazing. Right. He was doing head scissor takeovers, yeah. and all kinds of shit. I think his was one of the oldest matches mm-hmm. I watched, and yeah. it's one of the favorite matches I watched Me from too. somebody I didn't really know. Exactly. He's responsible for inventing a shit ton of moves. He's mm-hmm. had things named after him, like the Luthez Press, right. which made famous by Stone Cold Steve Austin in our lifetime.
0: Right. Like I always understood, I always understood how people like seventies wrestling. Yeah. Like I got that. But this was like fifties and sixties and I never I never thought um I would I like I never got it. I just couldn't see how anyone would even like it. Some of these were this was amazing you know, hour long matches that end in draws that just fucking suck. Yeah. And this was this was this was not that. Yeah.
1: Like yeah, I don't At get old. why the hour-long Broadway was such a great thing, because those suck. You don't right. even get a payoff for watching an hour-long right. fucking rest holds. Yeah. Fucking so. shit. But Number now, eight was originally Buddy Rogers, mm-hmm. who we've already talked about, and this is where we both put The King Harley Race. Yep. Um, I mean, he's the fucking king of the NWA. He's... Yeah. He's like the NWA Bruno Sammartino in my opinion. Mm-hmm. They're like the equivalent That's, of each yeah. other. Where then after that it's like Ric Flair and right. Hulk Hogan, right? Or the next two guys up. Right. Uh, they're the first of the modern era champions in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Um, but Harley Race having that NWA legacy behind him, you know, gets to rank a little bit higher. And I thought he was a better in yeah. ring worker. I liked his wrestling style. I liked his gimmick. He was very great mm-hmm. at promos. Very charismatic, and was like. The only person who's probably ever gotten CM Punk to take a drink of alcohol. So there you go. Yeah. Um That's respect. Right? Right. Uh, that's all I gotta say about that. Do you have anything else yeah, about her No, I like you
0: said, um, yeah, he's hardly raised. Yeah. Like the only thing I ever knew was like his King Gimmick in WWE he's that much until wrestling. I got older, but yeah. Just yeah. Yeah. So Number seven. Number seven was Shawn Michaels. Uh this is where I had John Cena. Mm -hmm. This is our last flip flop. Yeah. Um So yeah, I had John Cena. Um yeah, he he's he's the best wrestler.
1: Well you know, since we flip flopped, Um, yeah. Let's just real quick number six was Luthes, and he's flip flopped with the Macho man Randy Savage between the two of us. So let's talk about John Cena here.
0: So yeah, John Cena, um Yeah, I love uh, John Cena's. He is one of the best of this era, Um, not this era, the last era. Mm -hmm. But ruthless aggression again. He's the only reason the wrestling business is probably still alive. Um, That's really why I gave him the edge
1: over Macho Man. Honestly, yeah, he carried the company from. I mean, okay, so TLC just happened a couple weeks ago for you buds, but Mm -hmm. as of this recording of BJ and I, it's going to be tomorrow for us. Right. If he doesn't appear at TLC, this is the first time since 2001 that an entire calendar year goes past without John Cena on a pay-per-view. Yeah. That's how important John Cena's been since 2002. Right, And, yeah, that's why I gave him the edge.
0: Um, I just like
1: Randy better. I personally like that's Randy it. better, too. and, and um, that's that's He's my a fucking only, macho like, man. He yeah. had the fucking run with Hulk me, Hogan. He was, I mean, as of now, I think Randy
0: Savage would have been more globally recognized than John Cena. Maybe. As of now. He still has some uh, movie star growth. Macho
1: Man is another case of died before his time was up. Um, Right. But fucking legendary from his early work... He came like, into the WWE and was an instant superstar. Mm-hmm. Him and Liz with the Will You Marry Me. Yeah. Oh yeah, fucking God, that'll get you in the feels every fucking time. The wedding, right? Yeah. his stuff with Hulk Hogan, his that's run as the, the, the WWF best, champion, yeah. which is still the best storyline like,
0: ever. That's part of my too. Like, it fed John off Cena WrestleMania four, John three, five. had some decent stuff, but like... Macho Man had the best right. story ever. I right. get you. So, I just think plus overall. I just fucking love the Macho Man. I understand. He's man. my I favorite understand. wrestler of all time. Like, and that's then, not what this list is.
1: Yeah, so this list is going to continue on mm-hmm. as you're going to hear a lot. I mean, they're the same all the way yeah. through here at this point. So, so, so five
0: was Dory Funk Jr., and we wow. both have a. Stone Cold
1: Steve Austin, Stunning Steve Austin, Stunning. yeah, a fucking yeah. another guy master. who was around for a long time. Right, uh, had to reinvent himself, his wrestling style due to an injury. Mm-hmm. Um, an off-spoken line of just something he said in the heat of the moment became what he was known for. Three sixteen right. made him a whole fucking gimmick. He's responsible for the resurgence of the WWF in ninety seven, ninety eight, becoming the juggernaut that mm-hmm. it is today. Wouldn't have happened without Stone Cold. No,
0: not at all. Yeah, he's... Him and Vince McMahon are, like, the reason they won the Monday Night Wars. Yep. Like, that's another one of the top stories of all time. Mm-hmm. Like, um, they fucked it up after. You know, yeah.
1: 2001, 2002, but... Agreed. um Yeah. Yeah. So. Number four was originally Jack Briscoe, and this is where we both have HBK, Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. From his tag team work with Marty Jannetty, his early stuff with Sensational Sherry
0: as the Intercontinental Champion. It's the best tag team turn, I mean, turn ever. Yeah. still...
1: Ugh. Top two. Yeah. Top two. It's hard to pick. Tommaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano's fucking up there. Right. But... Yeah. The Rockers get the but nostalgia still, for you then. Right. But right. Shawn Michaels Honestly, is still yeah. his Intercontinental run is I still, still some of the logo. best heel work ever in the history of wrestling in my yeah. opinion. Oh, yeah. Uh he had that legendary match with uh Razor at ten, mm-hmm. um fucking uh Brad at twelve. Right. Um, They were the first match
0: He was the first match At Wrestlemania With Germetti For what Four years in a row Yeah Something like that Something
1: like that Um, He's the guy That put over Stone Cold Steve Austin In his first championship Mm -hmm. run That legitimized Austin as champion And made him Along with Tyson Uh, Then he had a whole Fucking second career Came back And had two of the Greatest matches Of all time With The Undertaker Mm At Wrestlemania Consecutive Manias Mm -hmm. Shawn Michaels Motherfuckers A lot of people consider him 1A, 1B with the Nature Boy Ric Flair, so, I mean, there's that, too. (coughs) But four on our list for all intents and purposes, and we'll explain why. Mm -hmm. Number three. Number three. Chris motherfucking Jericho. Uh,
0: Yeah, this is, Chris Jericho has reinvented himself, has showed that, like, I mean, he's just... He's the goat. <laughs>
1: like his run right now right with now AEW is, is why I that. put him ahead of Jericho or ahead of Shawn Michaels. Yeah, Otherwise too. Shawn Michaels would've won without this run. But this right. last new Japan and now mm-hmm. an AEW run, in my opinion, puts Jericho up just ahead of Shawn Michaels. Yep. Um yeah,
0: that's my He's too, done it all too. He's he's not done.
1: He he made right. it in Japan and Mexico to mm-hmm. get to America. Yep. And then he made it in WCW to get to make it to WWE and mm-hmm. then went back to Japan as a top star and has now has been the only champion in AEW since right. its inception. Yeah. yeah and all youngest, out in right. September of twenty eighteen. Right. The youngest AEW champion of all time. Yeah. Like nineteen. All oh, out was nineteen. All in yeah. was eighteen. Right. Sorry.
0: Um, but yeah no he's and he's proving and he's a fucking rock star depending how popular AEW gets I mean he could end up you know if we have a new he could end up being one or two here
1: fuck yeah he um, could still pass the guys ahead of him
0: if we start getting two three million people watching AEW
1: fuck yeah he could yeah and like I said he's a fucking rock star right he had, uh, yeah he's
0: huge in the UK I'm not a big fan
1: Well I mean his His, his song from last year His first song off His last, new his last album from mm-hmm. last year Hit top 5 in the US too On the time yeah. chart So Number 2 I do like Judas. Judas Yeah Judas like is him. a good fucking song It got more over time I liked it Yeah uh, Number 2 And BJ and I just Not swapped of each other But we switched them on our own here Was right. uh, Hulk Hogan right. But instead we put Hulk, Rick Flair yeah. Over Hogan He's the Nature Boy, right. in fucking more championships than anybody. Although mm-hmm. the official number by WWE standards has him tied with John Cena. Right. Um, yeah. Everything. Just I mean, mm-hmm. the Nature Boy. Look, go back and listen yeah. to the Budcast and the Bud Kives and you'll I mean,
0: know. Yeah. And now uh, he's over the past few years he's even had this like resurgence on the um, pop
1: culture and pop culture yeah.
0: and stuff and songs written about him now Rick Dreyer Flair drip and right. all kinds
1: of crazy shit and, and rap um, videos and everything yeah the Atlanta
0: Falcons had that big yeah. thing that they did yep. for Rick Flair and um yeah I mean he's Rick fucking Flair he'll yeah. he'll yeah wheelin' dealin'
1: and that brings us um, to number
0: one BJ yeah Number one was Ric Flair. Um, And yeah, this is where we put Hulk Hogan. And again, this this was just because basically he... He's what mainstreamed WWE. There wouldn't be wrestling as it is if it wasn't for him. Right. It would probably still be in bingo halls with territories and...
1: I mean, territories would still be doing big numbers, I imagine. They'd still be selling out the Georgia Dome and shit like that. I just feel like it wouldn't be on the mainstream pay-per-view numbers and the TV numbers, the millions of people on TV without Hulk Hogan. Yeah. He's the one that made it that kind of popular. So, yeah. yeah. Okay. That's the top 100. We made it. Yeah, but this did. has been going from episode 5 all the way to now 106. Yeah. Season 2, episode 34. Mm-hmm. And this is the official piece out from from 2019 from BJ and I. Yeah. Everything we'll be else best, is and... just going to be com- some recap stuff here to get us through until after New Year's. Right. Uh, we're probably going to do a little Bud of So New Year's Day mm-hmm. to get us geared up for the start of 2020. Yep. And uh, more to come as 2020 rolls on, yeah. Buds. Thanks for joining us and making it mm-hmm. a dope 2019. Yeah. And we're tell us you uh, whatever you thought of the top 100, maybe what you want us to do next. We got some ideas, but we're mm-hmm. eager to hear yours. Definitely. You can catch us at budsww on the Twitter, email to Gmail the same, mm-hmm. buds watch wrestling on the YouTube, and I'm over at dawr underscore on the Twitter.
0: Yep, and I'm at uh, bwj2004. That's b w j two zero.
1: Leave us a like, subscribe, five star ratings, all the good shit, some comments, ask questions. We'll read them on air and answer them for you. We love you, buds. Yeah. And until next calendar year, that's BJ over there. Boom to that girl over there. Peace out, guys. See ya. Get the fuck out. Go away. Go away. Sound okay. check. Sound an check. This is season two, episode thirty-four. 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 We recorded thirty-three last week. Right. Yep with 31. 30. And yeah. this week we 30 did 32 two. today. 31. For the Buds out there. Where it wasn't today. but It was weeks ago. But yeah, that's how the real time platform should be doing. Yeah. I can't believe it. I the now we're months away from two years. Yeah. We're approaching two year anniversary of Buds Watch Wrestling. Yeah. And the number of Buds has increased quite a bit. Yeah. Thank you guys. Yes, For the downloads and stuff. We're gonna make 2020 the year of the buds. Fuck yeah. Fucking A right buddy. Alright, that's good. Go back. I got one record going, I got two records going, so whenever you're ready.